0: Welcome to the Pretty Unfiltered podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm a fashion designer turned stay-at-home mom, and I'm fascinated with our society's toxic norms, systems, and ideologies. On this podcast, we're going to have vulnerable conversations about how these systems have reduced us to just a body, profited off our insecurities, and perpetuated cycles of patriarchy and greed. We'll also hear from experts to get a holistic understanding of just how damaging these systems are and why we need to push for change. So from photo filters to gender roles and everything in between, no topic is off limits. Come with me as we pull back the curtain and challenge these everyday issues. It's time to get real with each other and start disrupting the societal constructs that don't serve us. It may not always be pretty, but it will definitely be unfiltered. Hey, and welcome back. This morning, I heard something on the radio that got me so fired up. (laughs) I was so pissed. So today, we're going to talk about mom bodies. And before you leave, this isn't just for my mamas out there. This is a conversation for everyone because messaging around mom bodies is everywhere, right? It's something that everyone talks about. And of course, that's part of a larger conversation that as a society, we feel like it's okay to comment on other people's bodies, which is obviously a huge problem on its own. But today we're just going to focus on mom bods. And I wonder, like, how did we get here? How did we get to this place? Because we all know the unspoken rule that you don't discuss politics or religion at the dinner table yet we're perfectly okay with discussing other people's bodies. To me, that doesn't make any sense. And of course, this affects women more than men. And it's almost like if you're a mom, you get that times too. Like if you're a mom, your body is somehow controversial and up for criticism or discussion or unsolicited advice. I mean, the discussion around women's bodies has gone on for a really long time, but now with the added layer of social media, people have become even more bold to say horrible things about women's bodies, and mom's bodies in particular. So this morning, I'm driving back from dropping off my kids at school, and I'm listening to the radio show, you know, the one where they um, they will offer to have flowers delivered so that you can catch your partner if they're cheating, And so there's a woman on there, and she does catch her husband cheating, and they're going back and forth, and I just feel so bad for her because I can't imagine how humiliating and difficult this whole situation must be. But then she says something that kind of shocks me, and she says something to the effect of, well, I know I still need to lose the baby weight. And I was like, what? And I'm not judging this woman at all, okay? I know this... Kind of sounds like it, but I was just so pissed off and so sad that we're in a place that she felt like maybe there could be a slight justification or validation in him cheating because of the way she looked. Like, just let that sink in for a minute. And this a-hole had no problem publicly bashing her and telling her she needed to lose the baby weight and that she had let herself go. And it's shocking, but it's not, right? Right. This is not the first time we've heard this narrative. And there is this overarching societal message that women owe it to the world to look a certain way or if they've had kids, to look the way that they did. And there's definitely an unspoken message that they owe it to their partners to look a certain way or to maintain the same image. And that's what this whole conversation is about. Our society is obsessed with Get back into your skinny jeans and lose the baby weight. Like it's this super important goal and you're not a whole human being and you're certainly not worthy of love if that doesn't happen for you. And then if you happen to get stretch marks, it's kind of like, oh, sorry, mom, no bikini for you. Or let's take that a step further. Sorry, mom, you can't wear a crop top. You need to cover up. (laughs) Like all of the sudden, the policing of the bodies and the policing of the clothing And the monitoring of the baby weight, I mean, it's already bad for women, but it just goes from bad to worse for moms. And I want to get off on a tangent real quick, but does it also infuriate you that when someone actually becomes a mom, they're expected to uphold all these extra rules about how they dress and how they present themselves? It's like once you become a mom, you need to put on longer shorts and don't wear the crop top and, oh God, don't show any cleavage because it's too sexy. Like... What? Too sexy. Um, I'm pretty sure by this point we all understand where babies come from, at least I hope. And in many cases, of course not all, but sex was part of the equation. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's just so infuriating to me, but it's also so ridiculous that it's kind of laughable. And then I start asking myself, who came up with these rules? And more importantly, why are we enforcing them or even trying to hold ourselves to them? And as far as the bouncing back conversation, I'm a mom of two, and let me tell you, nothing ever goes back to the way that it was. Having kids changes your whole being. It changes your body, for some more drastically than others. It changes your heart, your mind. Nothing will ever go back, and that's not a bad thing. For people that have had a kid biologically, I mean, you just grow a human inside you. Why are we looking at going back? We should be looking at going forward and supporting moms as we go forward. I mean, I'll tell you right now, my boobs pre-baby, may they rest in peace, are never going back. And, you know, that's just part of my story. I kept two humans alive. I nursed both my kids, my youngest until he was 17 months. So they aren't going back to the way they were without surgery. And it is what it is. And I do want to put a disclaimer. I'm not saying that accepting your postpartum body is easy. Okay, I don't want this to sound like it was just so easy for me and I've got this all figured out. There's work in that for some of us, right? And to be honest, I wasn't thrilled about my postpartum body at first. And I still have days where I struggle With that, but I am working towards loving my body for what it is and what it does, and try not to be so focused on the way it looks. But I just, I never want you to feel like you're coming on here just to be preached at by someone that just has it so easy. You know, this was hard for me, and it's hard for a lot of us. And I wanna make sure we're talking about it so that we know that we aren't alone in this journey. But regardless, the pressure to go back and look like you did is enormous. Whether you're getting it from family members or media, I mean, it's all over the place. And we should never feel like we owe it to someone to go back to the way we were or even that it's normal to quote unquote go back, right? Everyone's body is so different and some people don't change much and some people do and their body has evolved and that's beautiful too. But I am so sick of the comments and messaging around, get your body back. And we see this kind of messaging and commenting in our personal lives. And also look at the way that media handles celebrity pregnancies, right? There's very little discussion on the pregnancy as a whole or the birth. It's all cover stories, you know, that are going to catch everyone's attention about, oh, did she lose the baby weight? I mean, we need her to. We need her to sell those products. We need her to uphold this message that everyone bounces back. And if you would just drink this tea and buy this product and do the workout or get the surgery, you would look like this too. I mean, oh, it's just, it's so toxic. And we're so focused on the way that moms look instead of giving them the support that they need. We need to say, hey, are you okay? Like actually okay? Because I know for a lot of us moms, we gloss over everything and say, yeah, we're fine, even if we aren't. So we need to check on them. They just went through a major life change. And a lot of moms go through this without a lot of support. I don't think our society supports moms the way that it should, be it our lack of maternity leave, our horrible excuse as a country for childcare I mean, that's literally a whole nother episode on its own. But even education before and during and after, right? And even if you are privileged enough to have an OB-GYN, I don't think that care is even comprehensive enough to cover the range of emotions you might be feeling after having a baby. And that's what moms need support in. Not did she get her body back, but how's her mental state? Postpartum depression is real and it's more common than you might think. According to the CDC, about one in eight women will experience postpartum depression symptoms. And that's not talked about enough because we're more concerned with if her body bounced back, which is so unfortunate because that can be such a hard time for a lot of women. I know I had a hard time after my first was born, and I wasn't even sure how to address it. I don't even think I had the right language for it at the time. And It was just this kind of this weird limbo because I wasn't so far on one end of the spectrum where I was a danger to myself and to my daughter, but I definitely wasn't okay either. So I hope we can get to a point where we normalize talking about all this so other women don't have to suffer. So veering off onto another path, I want to talk about the social media aspect of mom bodies because this really pisses me off too. So I follow a lot of mom accounts and I've seen multiple examples of how they will post a picture. And by the way, I'm talking about moms that their bodies have changed more drastically. So they'll show a picture that they've posted and then the comments that they've received online from other people. And it's like unreal. It is unbelievable the kind of comments they get. It's like if you're a mom and you're going to post a picture of yourself and your body didn't go back to the way that it was you're going to be torn to shreds online. I mean, we just kind of know that at this point, and obviously that doesn't make it right, but that's kind of the reality. People will tell these women that they're disgusting and that they should cover up, or they'll put the vomiting emojis. And I've even seen women ask for advice on how to handle significant others who don't appreciate the way their bodies have changed and say horrible things to them. I mean, it's just unreal what these moms go through. And when I see women making these comments, I mean... (laughs) doesn't it make you want to slap them? Like, we should be helping each other, not tearing each other down. And for the men who make these comments, ugh, it's just such an a-hole move. And honestly, I don't even understand the audacity. Like, men never have to experience pregnancy and birth and sacrificing their body and so many other things to grow a human inside them. Not to mention that we shouldn't even be commenting on someone else's body in the first place— But I would bet money that the guy behind that screen is so nasty that he has absolutely no room to be telling someone else that they look disgusting. And this doesn't even matter. I mean, now I'm getting off onto this whole tangent because this is just where my mind goes. And I wonder if your mind goes there too. But I'm like, what is the end game for this man commenting like this on this picture? What is this accomplishing? I mean, does this guy think people are going to think like, oh, that's a real man? Like, what kind of a woman wants a partner who she knows is going to degrade her if her body changes? I mean, I just don't understand what they're getting out of making these comments in the first place. I mean, we've just become so desensitized. And I think this is an empathy problem where we forget that there's a human being on the other side of the screen. And so I think we need to look at this from a macro level. If we're having these conversations with our family around our own dinner table, it definitely is gonna make it easier for people to have these conversations with strangers online, right? Where there are less consequences and they don't know this person personally. And obviously, I don't think anyone listening to this kind of podcast is, is having those conversations or making those comments. But what if you're the subject of those conversations? What if around the dinner table, the aunt with no filter thinks it's okay to comment that you haven't lost the baby weight? Or what if it's a little more subtle? What if you're in the friend group and you guys are encouraging each other to, you know, fast and barely eat anything so that you can all bounce back? I mean, it's really important to look at the messages we're sending and the messages that we're surrounding ourselves with. And we really need to see examples of women's bodies that have changed drastically. We need to see these women represented in media and online And I want to be careful because women are constantly separated from their bodies, right? Like we are constantly separated from the way that we look. So I want to be conscious of my language and not perpetuate any of that. But what I mean is that we only see examples of bodies that did bounce back. I hate that phrase, but you know what I'm saying. And so it creates this narrative That that is the only way. That's the right way. That's the expectation. I hope we can get to a place in society where we can accept bodies no matter what. And truly where we're not even so focused on bodies and appearance to begin with. But there's these weird set of rules that it's kind of like stretch marks aren't acceptable and we don't want to see them in public. But, I mean, you can kind of have them if you're a mom as long as you're not showing them in public, right? I mean, these rules are super confusing. (laughs) But... I think we also need to address the fact that you know a lot of people have stretch marks and loose skin and changes in their bodies who don't have babies. You know, stretch marks don't equal pregnancy. I mean, they're just a normal part of life. And if you really think about it, it's really weird how as a society we have such a resistance to change just in general. I mean, we all went from baby to adult and now we're going in we're going from adult to old age. And whether we like it or not, that's gonna bring about change, and that's not even talking about things that we can't predict, like illness or accidents and I'm not trying to get anyone down, but I mean that's just part of life we're so resistant to change, and then change brings about so much shame, so we just need to we just need to do away with all that so I digress, but to all you mamas out there, I just want you to know that I see you and I know some of you are struggling, and I think you're beautiful whether your body changed a lot or little, and I think you're so much more than the way that you look, and I really hope for your own sake you can get to a place of acceptance in your body. I know it's hard. I know it's a journey, but it's also really freeing once you can get to that point of acceptance, at least most of the time, and so I want to recap a few things before we wrap this up. Let's just stop talking about baby weight altogether. Let's stop feeling like we need to apologize for not losing the last however many pounds to get back to our old self. Let's hold each other accountable. I mean, if you hear someone talking about a mom's postpartum body, I mean, shut it down. And certainly don't hold your own body to unrealistic expectations. I mean, I think we know this, but all in all, we just need to support the moms out there. I mean, motherhood is hard enough without all the added pressure. And a lot of you are probably nodding your head out there because you know it can be just so hard on some days. So that is a wrap for this episode. And I want to know, how do you feel about messaging around mom bodies? How do you feel about your own postpartum body? Either way, I would just love to hear your thoughts. So feel free to send me a message. And as always, I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this resonated with you, join me in the movement as we shift our mindsets together. You can find more Pretty Unfiltered on social at the Pretty Unfiltered Podcast. I can't wait for our next chat, and I'll see you next time.